What's up and welcome back to episode 104. Propel Stock presented by Boot Crew Media and Company Burger. Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. This is a podcast dedicated to Herb later. Also, Schmidt Dua joining later. Uh, usually, I kind of ask how everyone's doing, and we're just going to skip that and go straight into Herb Jones um, and what happened this week because I am pretty, uh, pretty pissed off. And I think. The voting process, I'm going to throw it to five first. The voting process has to change. But before I get to five, um, I just don't, I'm not a big stat guy, but I looked up some stats um, today. Uh, Herb Jones played 78 games. Um, he was had, I think he was eighth in steals, maybe. Uh, it could be, it's something along those lines. Totally at 130 steals, 60 blocks, um, and guarded the best player. Every single night. And when I say best player, right, I mean the best player in the gym, like LeBron James, yep. De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, you can, you, I, I can just, when I'm telling you, night in and night out, as a rookie, he was guarding an all-star or an all-NBA player. And for him, five, to not be guard eligible, make that make sense. Because I know you want, because I'm gonna give you your time on the whole Rudy Gobert shit too. But make that make sense. How is he not guard eligible, bro? Let's let's talk about this second team, right? We have Bam, Draymond, Drew, Robert Williams, and Matisse Thybul. What position does Matisse play? Please tell me what position does he play. I, I could, I could. They got him at guard five. They got him at guard. I, what? He never brings the ball up. He no. He, he doesn't guard it. Whatever. All right. He doesn't. He doesn't play the guard position. Also, as their depth chart says, he's actually a small forward, and he comes off the bench. Herb starts on the the best offensive guard forward position there is. Yep. I, I like Matisse, but come on, like, what are we what are we doing here? Like Herb Jones we... played seventy eight games uh, this year as well. I think he started sixty eight. To your point, five. He he starts the game on the best offensive player that isn't a center or a big forward. Yeah, and he can play one through five if needed. And what's what's crazy about that, right? Is like you mentioned that he, and I know the playoffs don't really matter, but he if Paul George was playing, he was guarding Paul George. He guarded Deontay Murray, shut Deontay Murray down. Uh, he when Dame is healthy, he guards Dame Lillard, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, LeBron James. I'm just going over these names. I want y'all to understand. Zach Levine, uh, sometimes yeah. Trey Young, Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. I, it's, it, it is blasphemy, Lito. Yes. Can I even make the second team? I, I, I still think he's a first-team guy. Like I, I see him. I, we watch him night in and night out. But to not make the second team? Yo, the NBA has... Two problems off the top of my head. They have an officiating problem. Talk to them. And they have a problem. They have a problem with giving awards to the wrong people. Mm. Boy, it's Sunday. You're preaching today. Yeah. Listen, if I could just get into my Herb Jones bag just for one second. All right. Herb Jones had a defensive rating of 111.5. He didn't get one first place vote for the all defensive team. He got 10 second place votes. Right, Evan Mobley got more votes than Herb with thirteen. Fred Van Bleet got more total ver- votes than Herb overall. Right, like that's insane to me. Fre- I love Fred Van, but but no. But <clears throat> Matisse Thybulle had a defensive rating of one hundred seven. So already, like, if we're going off the these these are ratings the NBA puts out. I'm not making this shit up. This is public knowledge. So if if you're telling me y'all rated him better than another player, how does it that translate to to getting the defensive being on the list of first or second, whatever? I mean, man, I, listen, I feel like first should have been a no brainer, but honestly, second not being on the second is disrespectful. Disrespect, disrespect. I love that word, Stephen. Disrespectful. That's how he should feel. Disrespect. I feel disrespected. I didn't even play a second for the Pelicans this year. I mean, the the voting needs to change, and it's been a problem. And and before you know, after we get to, I'm getting to five here in a second. But Stephen, I mean, the guard eligibility thing. Like, what? You, what? What? Like, why? Why is the 
award section and stuff like that, the only place where we consider guard and forward, everybody, it's like one through five when you're running the game. Who yeah. cares? Why Why do you have to put a label on somebody? If somebody deserves it, let them be in the category. Oh, he's not guard eligible. Who gives right, yeah. shit? You know, it's like, that. that's, yeah. There are little things that need to change. But also, <laughs> everybody talks about, it. this is the kind of thing that I don't agree with when you're like, talking about Herb and you say for a rookie rookie doesn't matter right. in this you know first and second team on defense yeah he's out there guarding as a rookie he's guarding the best player on the court but I mean it, it, that that shouldn't matter what no. should matter is him not making first team for, for the rookies I, I you know that's where we talk that's was more sacrilege I think than this but uh, yeah it's Oh, the revenge tour starts now. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, <laughs> it starts and, now. So, I mean, if he misses another all-defensive team for the next couple of years, I'd be surprised. Yeah, and I, I forget who came out with that. I think it might have been um, due to coverage of Celtics. He's like, I don't expect Herb Jones to miss a, miss a defensive te- uh, all-defensive team for the next, like, 15 years. But, but <laughs> Bob, we, I hate this guy. Uh, he, does that mean he's Rudy Gobert? Every, all the time. I'm the best defender in the, you know, in, in the league. No, you're not. Like you don't guard the best player every night. It's like, like some nights he'll be matched up with you know Jonas Valen. Like he guards just fives. Herb Jones guards one through four. Uh, see my 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 biggest upheaval with Rudy, bro. There's some playoff games that you're unplayable. If you're telling me you're the best defensive player in the league, you can't even you can't even finish games. Like they play you off the court. There's no way you can say. I'm so valuable at the defensive position that I need to. Oh, I'm. I, de- I deserve one. One, he was mad about not being the defensive player of the year. He doesn't even diver- deserve to be like defensive second team. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, they get the fun. Like the way they play defense, they funnel everything to Rudy, right? Right. Hence why he gets mad at uh, Donovan because he doesn't play any defense. But like that's the game plan: is to funnel to you, and he gets the rest, and you know, whatever. But he don't. Bro, you don't. He don't play defense. Just, just to confirm. Donovan don't play that. Oh, not a, not a lick. Right, and I don't. Right, cool. I really don't expect him to. But you know what Donovan Mitchell said? Herb Jones is probably the one defender yep. that he has to. He has to scout for. That he has to get ready for because he knows. He knows what like to say that about. I'm not gonna call Herb a rookie. I'm gonna call him a first year guy because he's just a first. He's he's not necessarily just a rookie mentally. Like he's way past that. He's just a rookie by by class, not by mental mental or physical abilities. This this is something that I I, I wanted to bring up. <clears throat> Zion not being on the team, like playing, hurt Herb, but also catch twenty two. It allowed Herb to play because he probably wasn't going to play if Zion was there or play as much. Vice versa, you know the. The allure of Zion being there probably would have got heard more looks, more yeah. game tape because yep. you know they're there to watch Zion, i.e. they'll see her. So it's catch twenty two. Lito, uh, before we got on, we talked about games played. I'm looking at this list right now. Draymond Green, and to Stephen's point, Draymond Green at one point was literally calling games for TNT during the regular season. He missed wearing a suit, baby. Like he was literally calling basketball games. Missed really, 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 really bad suits. <laughs> really, really bad suits. <laughs> yeah, he missed yeah. play six games. And also Jared Jackson, who was first team all defensive, missed more yeah. than 26 games. So t- Herb Jones played 76, started 66, whatever it may be, guarded the best player every single night. And to five's point, had multiple all stars and all NBA players saying that dude is probably one of the best guards in the league defensively. Yeah. Um, I, look, again, the NBA has a problem. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, let me, since, since five picked on um, Rudy, let me, let me continue to pick on Matisse. Probably a cool guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish him well. Like, I don't, I don't wish him any, any, any ill will, but I just got to say this. Again, I said he. I said his. The, the NBA said his defensive rating was lower than Herb's at 107. Yeah. That's what the NBA said. This is these are not my words. So, I'm saying this is what I'm saying. I don't think that Matisse is the defender that 
Herb is. Actually, you know what? Let me take a step back. I know Matisse is not the defender that Herb is because the NBA rated Herb as a higher ranking defender, right? He's a solid defender for sure, but he ain't Herbert Keyshawn Jones, not my client. Like, oh, hell no. I just saw your name. Hey, what Q93 said? They said that. They said that. Listen, listen, let, let's just keep in mind. Let's I know I know we're talking about defense here, but let's just also keep in mind there's stretches of games where Matisse Thibel can't play because of his offense. So if you can't play, mm. are you a better defender? Because you're not even on the court, you're not affecting the game. You can't affect the game at either side at that point. Herb her to me, if you're coming off the floor, like you know, Herbert Lou Lou Dort is the guy to me who is a better defender than Matisse. Herb is better than uh, uh, Matisse. And, and listen, man, like, Herb came in game four. What, what game did y'all remember? I think it was game we? two or three. It was two. Two. Josh, got, Josh Hart got hurt in that first game versus Philly, and Herb never saw the bench again. Listen, so let's start there. Matisse isn't the best defender on his team. Mm. Mm. See what I'm saying? It'd be byproducts of Joel, man. Byproducts of somebody as MVP. Let me, let me let me ask something real quick. Who votes? Who has the votes on? <laughs> Good question. No. no, 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 no. This is this is why I'm asking. This is why I'm asking. Because what Lita was referring to as the NBA had him rated as that. I don't the NBA doesn't vote on it. Is it writers and stuff like that? Right? Okay, so here's the thing. When it comes to this, comes back to being a rookie. Who is voting on this? Because is it the guy that J.J. Reddick just buried the other day talking about fucking Bob Cousy and shit like that? People were talking like you have to pay your dues. It's those guys who are like, oh, you have right. to pay your dues. If he's okay, a rookie, he's, he's not going to be on the All-NBA <clears throat> uh, defensive team. He's just a rookie. And they don't look at it that way, the fact that he's guarding all-star after all-star after all-star. It's, it's oh, he's a rookie. Yeah. And that's like if, if it's these guys that are voting on it, then yeah, I I hundred percent see why he didn't make it. You know, Herb Jones, just, yeah, Herb Jones had 130 steals this year. Matisse Thibel had uh, 115. Right. Um, and then we're talking blocks. Herb Jones. Well, that seems that seems good. to be what everybody's oh. harping on is the steals and the blocks. Apparently for uh, Herb, all NBA teams. So let's Herb, let's run down that list. We can move. we can just Herb go Jones over had who we had more than. Bam out of Bayou. Bam out of Bayou. 80 steals, 44 blocks. 44 blocks as a center, and he makes second team over her? Okay, we can stick to it. Draymond, 61 steals, 50 blocks. He was not he was a forward. He was a forward. Uh, Bam's considered a forward, but I'm going to let you. I'm gonna let he's, you. A, he's a forward in what That's fucking what, universe? Because, because Robert Williams has to be your center, right? Right oh, on that second Robert, exactly. Williams, okay. Kiss my ass. Wait, wait. I'm just, I'm just saying to Stephen to your point. Like, yeah. If you, yeah. if, if you get at me, Justin was saying Herb's considered a forward because he can't be considered a guard, so he has to be considered a forward. He has more blocks and more steals than Bam. Right. How you put him over him? How? Yeah, and also, you runner up for you runner up for defensive player of the year. Year, Mikael Bridges, ninety six steals, thirty six blocks. <laughs> If that's what we want to harp because on, everybody it's, harp it's on. the five's point because right. the Suns were nationally televised sixty Jeez. fucking times this year, Fuck and the Christ. Pelicans weren't. And to and to, I I, I want to I'm gonna throw this to Lito. Lito, one through five, Zion's hurt. The starting lineup was CJ. That would mm-hmm. be your point guard, correct? Your guard mm-hmm. would be Herb Jones, not the two guard. Sure. Yeah. Your three is Brandon. Your four is Jax. Your five is JV. We yes. ran that lineup 50 times this year, 40, 50 times. Mm-hmm. Is is guard not the two position? Because Herb Jones was playing at the two position. Last, last in the I starting heard. lineup. If, if we're going to fucking <laughs> label, if we're going to label, I've, go ahead. Y'all, y'all go ahead. We're gonna no, label. La, la, I was going to say last. Oh, I'm, my bad. Go ahead, five. No, no, no. I'm, I'm no, going to no, pick no. it off you. Last, last I heard, last I heard, the two, the two was definitely a guard. The, the, you know, when I'm, when I'm looking at how guys uh, label uh, positions, the two, the two is your shooting guard, right? Yeah. Also, to Stephen Fives point, when we, when we're talking uh, NBA All Star games, right? When players are getting voted in, how are they voting in, right? Like, how, do, how does that go? Like, I, I don't, I don't see them saying, uh, Bam is a, is a, is a four. 
in the All Star game. Right. It it just goes through basically what it goes through votes. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 my my point. My yeah. No, I'm just saying. My bad. My bad. My point to this whole thing. Matisse doesn't even start on his own team. So essentially, he doesn't even see the starters. Right. He's not. He's not matched up with Devin Booker from start to finish of a game. He gets to play against lower tier p- players coming at the six minute and beyond mark. He'll come in and play mm. play against them, and then he'll probably match up more so in the second half or in the second quarter. So you those numbers that you that you speak of, like bro, you playing against those tier players. Herb is guarding them all game. You will see him get up when when Book got up, he got up, or when LeBron got up, he got up, like. They're matching. T- he's matching time for time with those caliber of players. Matisse might see them at the end of games, right, or in the middle of a game, but he's not start yeah. to finish. Like that's because he can't play. Do- he can't play the whole fucking game. Nah, man. They need to do a better job of releasing who's making these votes and for whom. Like they cover this up too much. Like wait, right? They don't. They don't know. Wait, no, bro. We don't know public. who vote. Wait, we they, don't know they, who votes for this. This is not public knowledge, man. Like you, you might Come see on. like if you Google it, you might see like spreadsheets of like, but it's not like a <laughs> NBA put this out. This is who voted for who. I don't know how they get this stuff, but it, these are like literally like Google Docs or some some stuff like that. They're not like, hey, um, the Simmons dude that's in Boston. It's not like, oh, he voted for X, oh, he Y, and Z. Voted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he he voted probably yeah. voted for her, but like you don't say who. They don't say that. Like they don't give us that. And like, money's I, attached to this. Like contracts attached to this. Like we need to know yeah, who votes, yeah. how they voted, when they voted, everything. Like we need to know it all. Can I can I say something about numbers real fast? So yeah. just just in talking about numbers, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a guy who was on the list and who made the All Star team, Dejounte Murray. So <clears throat> not to bag on him, but <laughs> when Herb matched up with DeJounte this season, Herb held him under 30% shooting. The the things Herb did to DeJounte Murray defensively is probably illegal in 49 states. <laughs> <laughs> he got embarrassed on national stage on Herb Jones. That was he, a, uh, he made yeah. that man's life uncomfortable. He he DeJounte is 6'5", 6'6", I think. I don't know. He he's he's long, he's athletic, he beats guys in space and he could not do anything to Herb. They were fucking they rescreened, they rescreened him three times. Herb was around the screen like he called the screen. Let's let's talk about this. Let's just talk about um and I think Schmidt might just join. Schmidt's in, in a second because we're gonna ask him about the, the voting process. Um Marcus Smart every night gets the best guy. That's that's fine. But uh Mikel Bridges I usually gets the best guy. I don't have I don't have a problem first two. Rudy Gobert, whatever. Giannis, I have no problem with. Jaron Jackson, I do have a problem with. Um, the second team, you're right. Like forward, Bam Adebayo, uh, guard. I don't have a problem with Drew, obviously. Matisse, and then and then and then the, these next three, I have a problem with. Matisse, Robert, and Draymond. We're talking about defense. Who is the best defender in the league? If you're telling me right now that Draymond Green, Robert Williams, Matisse Thybul, Bam Adebayo. Jaron Jackson, Rudy Gobert, are bet. Hold up, I'm still not even fucking done because Fred Van Fleet got more votes. Deontay Murray's a good defender. Patrick Beverly. I mean, what? What are we talking about here? Evan Mobley. Like this makes Kyle Lowry. Uh, Yo, I mean, this makes no sense. If Gary Payton, when you if you were to ever get a Toronto scouting report, what's up, Schmidt? Uh, a Toronto scouting report and the first thing it told you was, hey, Fred VanVleet is a really good defender. If that was the first thing that popped up about Fred VanVleet, we need to fire. You need to fire the scouts, mm-hmm. right? You need to tell them that hand in their badges. The codes of the building will be changed because there's no way that Fred VanVleet, his, the highest skill that he has is a defender. There's no way. There's no way the scouting report, like when you play Fred VanVleet, like, hmm. He gonna lock some up today. No, he's just on a really good defensive team. That's it. Right. With That's it. with Red heavy with, feet. With some really good defenders, and you know, you have Scotty Barnes, you got Siakam, like yeah. really good players. Schmidt, yeah. you just joined kind of a shit show, so welcome to the show. Um, 
How does this voting process, how does this work with all defensive teams? Because we've been debating it now for 20 minutes. Um, how does this work? Yeah, I mean, it, it works similarly to, to all of those voting processes. Ballots go out to um, NBA selected journalists and media members, and they get to pick who you know they want on those. And the NBA decides what positional designations there are. So there's, you know, um, guard, forward, big uh, designations. And um, some players get the benefit of the doubt and become eligible at multiple positions, just like how Nikola Jokic and Embiid are available at power forward and center, which is um, questionable, right? But this is so they can get more votes. And then Mikhail Bridges is also available at guard. Uh, and Herb Jones, who spends all of his time um, defending guards for the most part. I mean, he'll he'll defend anybody, right? It doesn't really matter who, who he defends. Um, and the fact the Pelicans list him at shooting guard, uh, when you when you look at the, the box scores on NBA.com, seems a little bit ridiculous. It seems like the NBA rooked him, um, in, in my opinion, and just didn't even give him a chance to compete with the Matisse Tybels and, and, and the Fred Van Vliet's and of, of the world. Uh, so it's just, it's unfortunate. It's, it's really unfortunate that it's one thing to like not get the respect um, because I think the forward position is pretty stacked. And it's like, I don't think when you, you know, when you, when you look at the people who won um, Giannis and, and um, like Draymond and them are like, you know, I don't think it's a snub to say like, okay, like, Herb wasn't a better defender than the, than those guys specifically, but to not even give him the opportunity to compete against Matisse Tybel is 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 bonkers to me. Schmidt, five brings up a good point. Uh, do you think the Pelicans not being on national TV this year hurt Herb Jones? No, because they were on national TV more than like the average team. Like even though like some of those games got um, rescheduled to for other teams. Like they were on national TV more than than the Bulls, right? Um, they were they were on national TV. Let me look at some of these these guys who got voted. I'm pretty sure they were on national TV more than Memphis, but I could be wrong about that. I think um, they were. They weren't. I think they were. I think they were. More national TV games in well, oh yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I remember you know Memphis complaining about how they weren't on TV and they finally started getting games at the end of the season. And I know they switched some of our games off. It might it might be even. But I think, like, to your point, you said, I think, like, say, like, Joel Embiid, right? He's running for running for MVP. I think Matisse benefits from a player like that with that exposure more than, like, say, if we had Zion playing. Like, Zion, I mean, her probably would have benefited from Zion being out there because of the star power. You know, even in the, in the playing game, uh, what's the lady's name? Oh, my God, I can't. Doris Burke. Right, she was willing to trade in her car. She's like, oh, I need my 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 codes back to my my vote back to to switch it back out. Like, cause she's seeing Herb on a night to night basis now. Like, if those games are more nationally televised, or if we have Zion, i.e., I'm, I'm thinking, you know, he probably gets that nod then. Well, so I think it's less about national TV. I really do think what killed Herb is the Pelicans' record. And the Pelicans one and twelve start because let's face it, the Pelicans weren't really relevant to like the back twenty games of the season, yeah. um, and then they kind of made it exciting. And the votes were already in before the play-in tournament, and so they had not secured a playoff berth at that point. The votes were already in, and and like you said, like Doris, like that that's the first time on on that kind of stage. But the Pelicans were ten games under five hundred. Now if the Pelicans were the the Wolves, you know, were ten games over five hundred. Um, I think Herb would have been getting his recognition all along. And I think it's less than it's less the exposure. I think it's more the team record and, and everything that comes with it. I think we see it every year teams. Um, you know, you, you saw it with, with Julius Randle uh, and all NBA voting and Zion that get all NBA. Right. Um, and, and I, you know, people, I think, can argue that Julius Randle was better that season. I wouldn't, I think Zion was like a top 10 player scoring 27 points a game. And then we've seen, you know, the, the drop off that Randall had this year. Uh, so I think it really has to do with winning games. And the more the Pelicans start winning, hopefully next year, the more of these awards that uh, the players are going to start racking up. Hey, Smith, I have a question. That was an interesting uh, perspective. Thank you for sharing that because I, I do think 
that because of our record, we didn't get a lot of, you know, recognition. But let me ask you this. Do you think the Herb thing is just uh, they think he's also like it, it was a fluke, like the year he had defensively? What, is it, they don't think it's something he can maintain? Defense is hard to fluke, huh? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say it was a fluke. I think it was more of a hey, we're traditionalists, and the last time a rookie made all defense was Tim Duncan. Are we trying to say Herb Jones is on that level? We're a little bit scared to crown the next player up. Let's go with something that's safer and more of a known quantity. Um, I think that was more of it. But I mean, even then, this is like I'm so curious to see what would have happened had Herb been made available at guard. Would because I remember Zach Lowe, and and if you look, it's kind of funny because anybody who's let Zach Lowe picks on his award ballots, like MVP or whatever, a lot of voters kind of follow suit. And so, like you know, if you're if you're watching the betting markets, see what happens to the lines when Zach Lowe releases his his ballots because because things are going to change. And so Zach Lowe said on his podcast and article multiple times, like Herb was going to be my guy in, and I can't put him in because there's no guard position that I can put him in for. Schmidt. Do you think the NBA has a problem or should they should they actually release these votes? Like who voted for whom? Do you think the NBA should do that? I thought they did do that. I thought I think it is public. What can, can you, ah. I, I can't find this. Like all, all I find is like Google Docs or something like that. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm is- I'm pretty sure for media information. Um I know for MVP they're public. I I thought that they were public for this one. Um, I think they should be if they're not. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they absolutely should be. I, I think that the NBA needs to do like internal tallies of like, hey, like you know, how are people voting? But I will say, like, contrary to that, it's nice to have different and diverse voices in the room, and you don't want to create a, a groupthink when it comes to these awards because, like, oh, if you just give it to the people who are like quote unquote smart on Twitter, you're just going to have the same like three people win the awards every single time because they all share the same opinion. So like, you know, those random local radio folks uh, who vote for their team or like their region or whatever, um, I don't think their voices are invaluable. Um, I do think that it's nice to have like different perspectives because you don't, again, you don't want to create a very uniform experience um, for this, but I, I think that these votes should be public and they should rotate around to different sets of people. And there shouldn't be like establishment votes like, oh, this person's always had a vote. They're going to get a vote. Like, like, I don't know what Bill Simmons has done to like deserve a vote for the last like five, six years. I'm pretty sure he has a vote. You know? I, want, I got a two part question for you, Schmidt, because one, I want you to elaborate a little bit more. Like, how do you become a voter? Like, what is the, what, what is the standard right to be? be a eligible to vote on this, these, these certain awards and two, <clears throat> how is Herb Jones not a guard? And I'm gonna let you go because to me, Herb Jones is a guard and we talked about it. How is he not a guard? Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading this. It says the 2021, 22 Kia all defensive team was selected by a global panel of 100 sports writers and broadcasters. Players were awarded two points, blah, 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 blah. So it seems as if the NBA, um, Actually, it does say complete ballots for each voter will be posted. Um, so yeah, they, 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 these ballots these ballots are public. Um, so they're they're available. I'm looking at the NBA's PR website. But yeah, I think the NBA just kind of like randomly select. Not like it's not random, right? Some some are very intentional based off of their profile and and their longstanding coverage of the league. So like you know, ESPN is always going to have a handful of votes. You know, so um, I'm not sure how many I'm not sure how many like they get on a per year basis, but like. You know, like Zach Lowe's always going to have a vote because he produces great. Right. He's just always going to have a vote. Um, you know, I, I think guys, it wouldn't surprise me. I think guys like like Windhorst and like Woj and, and all those, like the big names are always going to have a vote. So I think it's just about building up your credentials and then like being uh, your voice locally. So like I know like Scott Kushner has had votes here um, previously. Um, and I think Christian Clark may have had a vote um in in the past before so they'll always like pick also like local samples for you to submit a ballot and that's based off of like um and and, you know honestly the team might recommend it you know the team might be like hey like we're the pelicans these guys like who have been covering our team for um this season these are the guys who've been doing a good job here's our recommendation i'm not sure what exactly how that process works but they do try to take people from each market and it's the prominent people from each market have you ever voted no I've, i've never voted Okay, so second part, 
Why is Herb Jones not a guard? Because he's a guard. I don't know why is he not a guard. Been <laughs> on trial, like no, uh, I, we only got Trubin for like two more minutes. I wonder why the motherfuckers not here, a guard. man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to stay, but honestly, you know, I I just think it's it's a fumble on on the NBA's part. I think it's just they didn't pay enough attention to him. They didn't care enough. He was a rookie. They're like, whatever. It's cool that he's on there. Period. Um, so whoever was making the list probably didn't even expect him to get votes for the time. Like the like the list was created. And they were just like, all right, cool. what is he? Uh, he's six eight. He's a forward. Yeah. End of story. I mean, you made a fair point saying that, you know, we weren't really relevant up until the last couple of games, and especially that the votes were casted before the play-in mm-hmm. tournament. So it, it, that makes a lot more sense now, you know. I, I So, look, I'm looking at the list, and, and you know, that, that is a fair point. Bro. You don't have to say it's a fair point. You can say fuck the yeah. Bro, <laughs> this is about as real as it comes. De- Devin Booker got a vote. <laughs> like, Devin Booker got a vote. It just invalidated everything that <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I'm just no, I cannot can I read y'all some names and y'all just like let me know if I'm please. All right. All right. So Jimmy Butler got five votes. Okay. Right. Jason Tatum got Four votes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jason Tatum got four votes. Hold okay, on. Calm hold down, on. Patrick. Bad hold on. Jason Tatum got four, but Jalen Brown got two. And How are there so many Celtics players? Uh, okay, so, no, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say something right there. Tatum's a better defender than Brown. Brown's got yeah. the athletic profile. Yeah. Tatum's the one they had on KD, and, and Tatum but, is, but you, I think, better at home. But Shemit, you're talking about this after the series. Like, I'm not talking about this. I've been on the Tatum train for like you, you. You could like search my tweets, and like this is when I get in trouble because people bring up my bi tweets and they're really bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I've been on the Tatum train like since like defensively on the Davis side because I was like Tatum has yeah, been an impact defender since his rookie year. Like I think I believe in Tatum. I'm I'm not mad at that. I, I Tatum is my he was the guy I wanted to. I mean I didn't same with same same with Butler. But these guys aren't hurt. I think that's that's the story, right? These guys yeah. these guys are good, they're solid, they're 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 gonna win you games, but they're not hurt. Their scout their scouting report does not say he's about to lock you up. Bro, it's not that's what I'm saying. Like you no one's putting a press release. Like there's a there's a a section of the scouting report that says Herb Jones is X, Y, and Z defensively. It doesn't say that about Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown anywhere. They just have a really good defensive team. That's it. I don't think they're great defenders. Five. How, let me ask you this. How do you feel about Dorian Finney-Smith getting seven votes? Man, you about to make me <laughs> close this iPad up. I hey, promise look, you, bro. This is my last one. This is my last one. Lately, this is my last one, bro. I, this is my last one. Derek White having three votes. Like... All right, that's cool. So, that's the thing is like Boston had this turnaround. They 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 ended yeah. up with the two seed in the conference. They had the best defense in the league, and then their 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 defense post like whatever January and whatever they like as soon as they got over their hump was not only the best defense. Like the difference between them and two was like two in like twenty or something. Like they weren't like two wasn't even close, and so. That's why, like, Marcus got Defensive Player of the Year, even though you can argue he's not the most impactful defender on their team. That's why people are like, you know, yeah. if you it, you know, if you know, have all of these, like, this elite, elite defense, like, we're going to give you one or two guys on the all-defense team, and that's why they got Robert Williams on there. And it's just, it's just one of those very traditionalist mindset, hey, this is the best team. Let me reward the best team with, with votes. And yeah. so – my, my so bad, Shemit. That's how you end up with Eric Bledsoe getting all defensive teams because absolutely, he's playing. absolutely, this is, this is stupid. Like we, we shouldn't stupid. do this no more, bro. Like but they this do this is, every year. Every year you're gonna see stupid. someone on there for that reason, and then every year you're gonna see one nerd uh, analytics pick, and it's just gonna be it was it was Dejounte Murray like like couple years back when Drew Drew Holiday uh, was going for first team, and Murray played 20 minutes a game. You know, 20 minutes a game. It's like, let's come on. Like, what are we doing here? Well, Drew's guarding the best players. Uh, and, you know, Drew ended up getting first team that year. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, why is this even a discussion? Like, yeah. why is it Why is it even comparable? And it's like, Tybal's been the nerd pick. And, again, this guy cannot get on the floor 
when it matters. It's Couple, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I completely agree. A couple points I wanted to make is that one, right? Drew Holiday, we all know the all-world defender he was. I think either Five or Lito said it. We were just a really bad team. So he kind of got exposed, right? Well, now he goes to Milwaukee. They're an NBA champion. Now he's always on first team, second team defenders or, or all defenses. The next point I want to make, and I want to go back to Lito's list because I'm on the same list, is that what's even more disrespectful, right? Is that Herb Jones got 10 total points. Like, like he... Like Alex Caruso's on the list. Uh, Chris Paul's on the list. Like these guys missed major time. Alex Caruso was out for a while. Chris Paul was out for a while. Pat Beverly being on any defensive list like drives me insane, but we're not going to even go through that. Um, obviously, Evan Mobley. Mobley wasn't bad, but we talked about this. Herb Jones guards the best player in the gym every night. How does that not, how does that not factor into any of these votes? And Jared Allen got one vote. <laughs> there's what? the drop. There's there it is. And Jared Allen's out like, for a while. These too. guys are fine. And, and 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 Cleveland was a good defensive team when he was healthy. It's like, all right, cool. Like it's it's I understand the inclination for voters to look at okay, who were the best defensive teams in the league? All right, who's the best defender on their team? And and give that person a vote. I get it. I don't think it's like the most in-depth research. I get it. But some of these picks you absolutely just is like what, what are we doing here? Like, what, I, it's literally telling me that these voters aren't watching games. These these That's people the aren't watching basketball games. Uh, the if you're telling me that that Stephen A. Smith has a vote, which I'm probably pretty sure that he does, right? Yeah. There was points that he couldn't even tell you who's bent, who who are the bench players on teams. He didn't know Jose's like, uh, last. You know, you know, you know, you know what reminds me reminds me of when Bill Simmons gave Austin Rivers a first defense vote. First team all defense. And you know why he did that? Because he lives in LA and he went to like three Clippers game and Austin like did okay in those. And you know, he did well in those. And he's like, oh man, this guy is first team all defense. And it's like, what what are what are we doing here? People still listen to Bill Simmons. Like what what do we what what do we need? No, I'm sorry, Five, go ahead. Nah, man, I'm just saying people with podcasts think they think they got power. We just some people that yeah. like basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just like we basketball. Power. We're, we're, we're gonna fast forward in five years when one of y'all have a vote and, and see what if, <laughs> if, if somebody if, if if one of these jabronis has a vote, we got a problem. We have a big no, problem. No, first we're gonna go and we're gonna have like a celebratory drink, lots of them, and then we're gonna play this clip back. Like, yo, remember what you said. Yeah. Hey, you never know, man. Right. So uh, once again, this podcast is sponsored by Company Burger and also DraftKings. If you use code boot, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can bet five dollars on basically any event and win one hundred fifty dollars in free bets. Um, Let's Lito. You know, I love following your Twitter because you're very you're a very even keel guy. You're very happy. Like I think you killed a bee the other day. You were very excited about that. Oh, what kind of uh, bee? It's like a wasp. Or, oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. But, but then but then Lito sends out a picture of a beautiful fruit bowl. And I was like, you know, I kind of enjoyed the content, but there there are a couple of things that piss you off. And one of these things that piss you off, it's Brandon Ingram, the BI slander, Schmidt, we won't bring that up. Yeah. Two I did it. is the CJ McCullum slander. And why it needs to stop. Because I don't know what... CJ didn't have the greatest playoff series. That's okay. Especially when all defensive NBA players guarding you and Mikel Bridges. Um, And the Suns are a really good defensive team. But I I don't understand the slander. Because he was pretty... I mean, I I think he was actually sick in LA. And he he wasn't that great against Clippers. But he was pretty good against the Spurs. And he was really freaking good when he got here. So, Lito, I'm going to let you go. Um, I don't think the people who are slandering him understand the slander either. I, I don't think that they understand. Like, like I saw, I saw takes talking about, and, and and keep in mind these are not people I follow. My timeline is clean, so like I don't I don't even see this type of bullshit. But the thing is, is like when I when I did see the tweet, I had to address it because I don't even know how it started. Somebody was saying they understood why the CJ slander happened, and I'm like, well, can you explain that shit to me? Because we've never had. Uh, I don't remember what I said, Justin, but I was saying we never had such a prolific score at guard before. You know, yeah. we've never had a guy with CJ's abilities to in our, in our lineup in our uniform, and and you motherfuckers are 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 are, are making me remember. Uh, no disrespect, Nan Dickow, but you're making me. Hey, I, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, please watch your 
Hold your tongue, sir. He he can forever go away. Y'all remember me remember Dan Dickow and and fucking um Mike James and 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 like I don't even need to go down a list. Chris Jordan Parker, Crawford, Norris Cole, the microwave. Norris Cole, no no Cole. Uh, all time flat top. Larry Drew. Man, come on, man. What the fuck are we slandering? We have no, we have no rope. We have no, there's nothing we can slander there. You got to let that man play out. That, and also, the thing I like about CJ is CJ admitted he didn't have a good playoff game. He, he A series. He admitted it. He said it on his podcast. He said he was going to get back in the lab. He was going to come back and be better than ever. And like, listen, guys, just slow the fuck down. Just before you, before you send the tweet, just, just look at it and be like, you know what? Let me skim this shit one more time. No, I don't think this is right. I don't think I need to do this. Not today. Five, go ahead. Man, you t- see, see, this is why I get in trouble with the Twitter people. Right. You know, I sometimes I feel like there's always like an energy towards me. Like you got to watch what you say around me because I don't like everything. And I'm going to let you know when I don't like it. When And you better have your answers together or you're just not going to like me at the end of the day. CJ McCollum is New Orleans, a New Orleans bounce instructor. That's what CJ McCollum is. Like, he gonna make you dance, and sometimes the groove just ain't there in this playoff series, and it just wasn't there. I'm cool with it. Like, I, I, I gotta understand, like, yo, know, maybe he just didn't have it there. You know, he just moved from Portland, he just had a kid, mm-hmm. they're not in New Orleans. Like his whole rhythm is thrown off, and I think CJ is a big rhythm person. Like it's, and he's he was so he was able to come in and ingratiate himself in himself into the team and be a part of it, then become a leader. And it takes so much out of you. And sometimes when you go against a top team like the Phoenix Suns, and they and they draft up a plan and they put Mikael Bridges on you, a bigger, probably stronger, younger, faster, leaner guard on you, and yeah, you can have one one or two. Decent games, but for a series that kind of it kind of gets you know takes a toll on you. Also, he was sick and he was coming off that he was trying to get back into it, and it's just so hard to do. So before I'm just saying before we before we start you know raining on that parade, like yo CJ McCullum is like he gave us validity. Like if it wasn't for CJ, we probably would have had a worse outcome. So chill out with all that. Didn't he have have a collapse loan? Wasn't it collapse or some shit? I didn't even know that. That's that was crazy. that was uh, prior to the trade. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Five. I had no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, five. You bring up a really good point because I don't know. I forget who we were playing. Uh, it was when the bird flew into the tower and like like half the city shut down. I forget who we were playing. Oh, yeah. Does anybody remember who we were playing? Uh, no, but I knew. <laughs> well, we started I knew the game, the game was in late. Yeah, we started the game late. Uh, whatever it was, and CJ McCollum in the presser was like, "Yeah, maybe. oh no, the playoff game. It wasn't there. Like, oh, the there was also that. that that's what it was. That's something. All right, so there's a bomb threat. Like threat there, so there's a bomb threat, uh, which pushed our game back, and I think we in lost Atlanta. It. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. And yeah. CJ came in the presser after the game was like, "Hopefully, we don't get delayed again because it fucked up my entire rhythm." And to your point, five, he's a rhythm guy. Having a kid, not being the same city, like it, it, it is. It's an adjustment. And for people to slander and like say, get off Suji's third, like everyone calm down. Like Schmidt, like he's going to be hosting, first off, him and B.I. are going to get an offseason together, which yeah. is enormous. Also, we're forgetting to mention a guy named Zion Williamson who will probably be included in those workouts. So those three together, getting those reps in every night, you know, or every day. I mean, Brandon was doing three a days, which is insane. Um, how big will that be moving forward uh, in the next season? Yeah, I mean, first of all, like, I, I don't know why we need to give time to, like, the lowest of the fan base talking Thank about Twitter. CJ and all that. Like, everybody everybody who's been around this team knows the deal. So, I think in, enough said about how awesome CJ is. But uh, with, with respect to those workouts and building chemistry, so, yeah, I think the plan right now is everybody's going to meet in Vegas first. Um, and they're going to do a little mini camp there. And then – Ingram's going to host another one in Phoenix down the line. Um, last year, they ended up doing Nashville because of the hurricane and that displaced them. They were supposed to be in New Orleans, and they ended up going to Vanderbilt for that. But um, I think that'll probably be in the New Orleans facility 
um, as they approach training camp. But Vegas first, then Phoenix. I I really hope um, you know that that Zion is true to his word and shows up to those. The reason I'm optimistic it's different this year is because of CJ. Is mm-hmm. because he has a voice in the locker. He is the president of the players' union. He carries a certain gravitas, and he is keeping an eye on Zion. He, he, the, from the second the trade happened, he said, "I'm going to get down to the bottom of it." Um, he is he's going to make sure you know things run on uh, on uh, smooth time. So, Mr. McCullum uh, is is a tremendous asset in that regard um, alone. And and if he can get everyone out there and on the same page working out, that's excellent because every single rep they have working on things, going through sets, working on their two-man game, three-man game, um, is going to be time that they don't have to waste in training camp or in games figuring out. Obviously, they're going to need all the time later as well, but it's never too early to to start figuring out each other's tendencies, to start figuring out each other's timing, um, you know, passing habits, shooting habits, things like that. So, yeah, I mean, we've already seen – and I think there's like – there's such smart basketball players that – it's really not going to take all that much to, to get it going. All of them are willing passers. Um, maybe CJ holds on the ball a little too long sometimes, but all of them are willing passers. Um, and I think even CJ recognizes that when a guy like Zion's on the floor, you get him the ball. And and if you get him the ball, he'll get it back to you, and you'll only get a better look. And and so, yeah, just we've seen how Zion worked with a guy like J.J. Reddick um, in that screening action where J.J. screens for Zion and teams yeah. just have no idea how to defend that. That's going to be – on cocaine when CJ's <laughs> that's going to be on cocaine because CJ can at that from that point not only shoot because he's a tremendous catch and shoot three point shooter but he can put the ball on the floor he can drive get it back to Zion so like the like the amount of like offensive options available to you just out of that set are maybe like two hundred times more just because of the skill set that CJ has where he's not just a shooter. Yeah, uh, Steven, you know, something not talked about enough, and I try to mention this in, the, in my little Zion video, but CJ and Larry, after the exit interviews, actually took Zion out to dinner at Chop House downtown. Um, how important is that? Because those are two veterans, uh, Those, are, especially with CJ. You know, that's they're already building it, I feel like. Yeah, Uncle CJ is going to do fine with this, I think. You know, he's, he's, Uncle CJ. Uncle's going to be all right. All right. Yeah. I mean, you got the veteran leadership now in the locker room. That, that's what we kind of lacked other than J.J. coming in. And maybe J.J. was, I mean, J.J. was probably fine. But, yeah, anyway, you, you get it. <laughs> I don't know how he is as a team. Maybe he comes off as kind of douchey to me, but he's been great on ESPN. But anyway, um, no. It, C.J., yeah, like you said, he's getting to the bottom of it, I think. It, it's got to be done in-house, and it's got to be done by the players. You know, the front office is the front office. If they where they fucked up, it's different in the locker room, you know. So yep. it's just it's. I think they're gonna be fine with it. Like you said, they're gonna have an off season. The things that he said, you know, about he wants to sign the extension. I, I mean, he if if that's what he's gonna say, he better show up to these little mini camps that they're putting on, you know. And it's just, yeah, it's got to be done by the players. To to, I mean. Is is their relationship even fractured in the sense of like the front office? You know, like. That's, I mean, that's probably the million dollar question. But I mean, yeah, all I know is, I guess, Lito to, you know, BI's taking that step, right? In the leadership. What's that? Wait, hold up. Say it again. My bad. You're talking about superstar Brandon Ingram? Yeah, sorry. Superstar Brandon Ingram. Um, He's taking that step. And I feel like, as to Schmidt's point, going Vegas, going back to Phoenix. Um, he's hosting, you know, the workouts, things like that. What is that? What are you expecting from him? How much better can he get? Brandon? Brandon. How much better can he get? Because, you know what, Five, I want, I want you to answer this too. How much better can he actually get? Man, that's a good question. Um, I think, <clears throat> I mean, of course, he can be a better three-point shooter, right? Like, that's, that, that's, that's something that he can he can definitely step up. Um, I mean, his his – his passing and uh, seems to get better. Seems to have gotten better every year. Um, defensively, he he took a he took a leap as far as just making the effort on defense this year. Um, I mean, shit, man, he's what twenty four years old. 
Yes. He's, he's 24. Uh, I mean, fuck, he can get better. He can get a lot better. I think, I think, you know, I'm wishing that when, when he was say when he was on his, his, his Tatum, uh, pedestal, I think, I think B.I. can probably get like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I'm, not, say I'm not, no, 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 say it, say it, say it. I, I don't me. know. I don't know if he's going to be better than Tatum overall. Right. But I think I think he can be right there. I think he can be right there. Five, <laughs> right there, huh? Right there. I hate that y'all made me do that just now. Nah, 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 nah. See, see, nah. I'm Brandon Ingram can be that. Mm. I think he is. He's reaching that peak, and I think his athleticism is probably going to follow him. His athletic peak would probably be at 27 or 28 rather than right now at 24. If he knocks down a three ball, this might be the first time in his career that he's probably bringing back 70% of the team that played the previous year. Yeah. I would have to do research, but the consistency of this team, he actually will have everybody will have defined roles. Everybody will, you know, know when they're playing, when they're not playing. Like, he actually has the coach from the same year. I think he's had what he's played with six years. He's had five, six coaches, something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Like, yeah, you're about right on that one. It, the cohesiveness would probably follow him. And finally, he has a foundation. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, Jason Tatum's had a foundation since he stepped he into the league. Uh, he, he, has, he has, and that's one of the things I was going to say. Tatum has had consistency in his career. So, like, he's had, he's been in the, he's been in the organization that had a vision for him, right? And, and, that's one of the things that B.I. didn't have in L.A. He didn't have it here. He didn't have it coaching-wise. He didn't have it player development-wise. So it's a reason why, you know, the, the steps are there. But, I mean, shit, man. You know what? You know what, five? Fuck it, five. Him and Tatum are going to be – they're going to be here, man. They're going to yeah. be – Yeah. Be <laughs> yeah. That's the answer I was looking for. I had to get yeah. five. I don't know. So let's wrap it up. Schmidt, million-dollar question here. Uh, Pell's selecting eighth. Mm. You had a fun poll today, um, and I retweeted it within three seconds because I love Ben Matherin. Um, what do you see the Pels do? Seriously, like honestly, do you see it? I mean, Fish loves to do the trade machine. It's driving me insane. Uh, all trade machines are actually driving me insane. What do you actually see this team doing? Because they can go a lot of different ways. Yeah, I think at this stage, information is so unreliable. Teams will tell everyone whatever they want to hear. Oh, you want this picture? Oh, yeah, we're willing to trade it. Oh, actually, no, we're, we're thinking of moving up. And so, like, they will tell reporters 10 different things, and you'll see the, all these reports come out. Oh, the Pelicans are maybe thinking of going for a vet. Oh, the Pelicans want to trade out. Oh, the Pelicans love Jabari Smith. So, like, you will see everything. And part of that is is purposeful because you don't want to, like, reveal your intentions about, like, who you're, who you're drafted. And part of that's, like, sussing out information where – you're like, all right, what? who's willing to give us assets for this? Or, or what will it take to move up? And so it is so heavy on the information gathering stage on that end. And it's still, you're gathering information about these prospects. They Last year, they're working out like five dudes a day for like 30 days. They like worked out, I don't know, they must have worked out like 100 people, right? And obviously with the key people, they they like bring them in. They like wine and dine them. They take them to like Pesh. They take them to... to um, uh, Antoine's they take them to you know wherever they'll take them to like the, the commanders um what, whatever is like good around the city yeah I know right <laughs> I know right um but you know they'll 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 wine and dine them they'll have fun with that and, and they've already kind of started that process and, and and in that process they're discovering who these young men are you know what 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 is their their personality what is their their demeanor what they're like and um just just get into know them because that's such a huge part of of the intel gathering process even if you don't end up drafting a guy you never know when you might trade for him or you might you know uh sign him to a contract like years down the line i think perhaps the best and the worst example of that is del Demps with solomon hill he loved them at draft time and he told them in the draft uh don't be surprised what happens years down the line and sure enough um <laughs> that was the end of the story but with what the pelicans are going to do at eight, man, I, I it's just like I, I said all I said to say it's so difficult to predict at this current stage. You see, like 
all these dudes who are having good workouts, like, oh, this guy might be a lottery pick now, or he might be moving up the boards, or he might go top five. I think at the end of the day, the Pelicans will select a versatile player who I believe would be a forward. I think they will go with a multi-positional player who can defend up and down the spectrum, um, guard one through four or two through five, um, slide in next to BI and Zion interchangeably with Herb and Trey and all of that. I think they I think that Griff really likes the the Toronto model. I think he really likes the Boston model, just having rangy, switchable athletes at every position and letting the talent figure it out from there. That's fair. Go ahead, Five. Y'all close it out, but go ahead, Five. It looks like you have that smirk. A slight smirk. Yeah. A little smirk. I, I you know, you know, the information's out there. Like, Schmidt, you can't trust anything. I would love for us to draft a versatile forward that could switch multiple different positions, play, I mean, switch two through five or, you know, three through five or possibly one through five, maybe, who, who knows? But there's a pick out there. There's a per, There's a player out there that I would love to fall at eight. Say his name. Just say his, his name. His name. He is the <laughs> son of a women's basketball coach uh, out of Notre Dame. He, uh, has comparisons to Russell Westbrook and Ja Morant. Uh, I've seen a lot of different uh, opinions about him, but I do not care. Say his name. His name is Jaden Ivey. <laughs> I've been on this pause on this pick for a long time, and I'm not jumping off the train until it is settled. So, Jaden Ivey, I hope you see this man. I hope you end up in the world. I bid you my dude. I bid you a dude. I'd be doing backflips if Ivy slid to, to eight Ooh. or they had a chance to trade for him, you know, somewhere close to eight. I'd be doing backflips. People I really think are overthinking Jaden Ivy because it happens to top prospects every single year. These guys have been at the top of the, the mock drafts and the in the lotto boards for the whole season. And they've not only been that, they've been good. Jaden's been good the whole season. Every game you turn on, you watch him do something like no other person on the planet can do. You know, you're just like, holy shit, this guy is a dude. And and he's been at that stage where now people are like, ah, well, he doesn't really have a mid-range game right now. Or like, oh, his shot's suspect. Dyson Daniels shot 40% from the free throw line, okay? Like, the shot doesn't get more suspect than that. You know, Jeremy Sohan, again, under 60% from the three-point line. And, and for those guys, it's like, oh, we can fix their shot. We got friends. We, you know, it, it's going to uh, – these guys, once we fix their shot, they're going to be great. And you're ignoring the fact that you got a Ferrari in front of you that can jump out the gym and get to the rim at will. And you're like, oh, this guy doesn't have room to improve. So, so I don't want to hear it on the nitpicking on, on Jaden. Schmidt, would you would you trade up for Ivy? Would you trade up? Would for I? I would how far? How far would you trade up? How far? I mean, whatever. Right. So, like three. So no, so, he ain't going three. I say five or six. Sacramento at four, so, right? So that Sacramento, would... you. I think. I think Detroit would consider him. So I think you got to jump up to four. Even with well, Cunningham's more of a two guard, right? Yeah. He's. Well, I guess he's, he's just one of these jumbo. Put them both out there. The ball. So yeah. it's just, he's just one of those new age positionless players that's going to have the ball. In his but hand. five. Just, I'm, I'm gonna give you a layup. Five. I'm bet. gonna give you a layup because I got, I got kind of some 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 mean comments saying that we don't need a point guard. We don't. We got a point guard. We got Zion. Got we got guard. CJ. We got Bray. But what I'm saying is, Jaden can. I think Jaden can bring it up and like get you into transition things like that. It, As you said, Schmidt Ferrari. He, he's a Ferrari. Think about this. He's a burner. You have elite speed at six four. You you just saw CJ McCollum. He he doesn't have the speed like that. Nope. Jose doesn't have the speed like that. Nope. Um, Brandon Zion doesn't have nope. speed like that. Yo, I, I think I would love to change the speed. I think that's a great compliment to what we already have. And he won't be like, we won't need him to score. Like, we won't need him to shoot. You know, yeah, be able to catch catch and shoot. Definitely would love that. Off the dribble, try to get to the rack. Stay in your lane and then develop that. Also, you get to watch CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram practice. You Don't get to watch can. them play basketball. Understanding pick and roll. Jose's amazing at pick and roll. Amazing. And he gets a lot of Jaden gets a lot of slander in pick and roll, right? Like, bro, look what look what we had on this team, bro. Like, let's let's not Cameron. think like he had this 
ultra roster and they were supposed to make the final four because of the team. No, because of him. Because of him. Go ahead, Schmidt. Yeah, dude, the, the spacing on that per two team was so bad. They had Zach Eadie's big ass just sitting in Bro. the paint, not going anywhere. And it's just like, even then, Jaden would literally run circles around people in the half court and just beat like four people to the rim. You're like, how is he doing these things? And you put him in a situation in the NBA game that is faster paced, that allows you to get an open floor more, that is better space. He's not going to come to a team if, you know, if he gets to New Orleans, right? That's a big if, not whatever. Yeah. He's not going to come to a team in New Orleans that where he has to be the savior of the franchise. He has to be given the keys. Exactly. He gets to learn the game. He gets to work on every single one of his flaws. He gets to have a valuable experience to where it's like, you know, he, he may get to Detroit and it'll take him a couple years to figure out um, how to play winning basketball next to Kate. You know, they, they're, they're going to be rebuilding for a while. You may get to Indiana who, you know, they don't like to rebuild, but is that a playoff team in the East with him and Halliburton out the gate? I, you know, not yet. Um, uh, Portland, like, I don't think you're going to be one of, like, I don't think Portland would pick him just because, like, I think they got there on a different timeline with Dame. So it's just like one of these things where, yeah, you give him all the minutes Devontae is going to get, and it's great. You 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 live with it. And, and all of the flaws and all of the mistakes that he makes, great. Let him play with it because you're going to have a good team anyway. Who, who, this, what do y'all say? Having- all forward, right? I forget. Was it you five? Fall yeah. forward with the rookie minutes. Yeah. Does uh does having a guy like Kyra deter you from maybe moving up? <laughs> no, Kyra's done. I love there Kyra. Is, I, I just there don't. is not a single person on the roster that should but, deter no, no, you. No, from no, no. What I'm it. no, no, no. What I'm saying, I guess so. But what I'm saying is like deter you from maybe trading other assets, moving up to get a guy. You know, that's what I'm saying. No, just mm, throw no, it at the so. wall. Who cares? Yeah. Lito, you've been quiet. Go ahead. You want to close this out? I think you have a thought. I uh, I mean, I'm not. You know, like everybody knows. Everybody knows who I want. Like I don't. I don't it's not I, happening. I love you, brother. It's not happening. I, everybody knows who I want. We all can dream. But I will say this: I love when the Pelicans play faster. I love when we when we get out. You know what I'm saying? In the I space. thought we beat Phoenix in two games. We yeah. So you know, you like someone said, you put a Ferrari, you put a Ferrari in the uh, you know, what I'm saying with the ball in his hands, and 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 fuck, I love to see it, man. Like I'm also sold on Matherin, and I'm also Shamir. Who was it you posted uh yesterday? Uh, Sohan. Yes, you. I'm drinking the Kool Aid, man. Yeah, I like all of those guys. Like I think you know, with the Pelicans, if they stay at eight, there's gonna be like five guys on the board that I absolutely be happy with. I think Keegan Murray is going to be on the board and I think Pelican fans are sleeping on what that dude brings. You know, I think there's, there's a, there's a possibility he turns into um, someone who can create on the ball on, on offense. He's already a very versatile, like uh player. He plays on the ball, off the ball, but I think he can, you can put, start putting him in ball screens and he can handle it. And he's very versatile defensively, super productive, rebounds the ball, blocks shots. And it's like, okay, can he be your Robert Covington style defender on, on defense? Just a lot of like help side stuff. And you're like, I think he absolutely can um Dyson Daniels six foot seven uh vision like a point guard can handle the ball is actually like kind of a a beast um on the post like they like to post him up a lot because he's a big guard or whatever he is I don't even know if you call him a guard um again his shooting stroke looks better than his numbers indicate 40 percent from the free throw line can Fred Vincent fix it if he can that's like his his scoring profile is really not that dissimilar to what Scotty Barnes had in college Scotty Barnes is obviously a tier one athlete, but this guy is so versatile. Can run. He's. I think he's better at pick and rolls. Better at passing on the open floor. So I think this guy's offensive potential is through the roof. Better than Matherin. What is there to say? I mean, this guy can shoot. Movement shooter, athlete, um, threat in transition at all times, both at the rim and from the arc. And 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 people, you know, we had Sam Vecini on. He said people are sleeping on his playmaking. People are sleeping on his on ball skills. So definitely upside there. And then the last guy. Um, not the last guy, but you know, Jeremy Sohan, you just mentioned six nine guy like Herb Jones on defense with the motor versatility. Mm. And he has the ability to run pick and rolls, and again, just can you figure a shot out. And then my wild card pick is Usman Jang. He's just like he's probably, you know, I, I think it's a reach. I, I'm just I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid on that guy. I don't think <laughs> someone's picking him at eight, but just the, the skills that he has at 18 years old at six ten is is tough yeah. to pass. Schmidt, you um I guess the cat's not out of the bag yet. You have a, uh, a vlog coming out of a trade target, or maybe it's a free agent target. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to say the name on the air. I'm very interested in what you said, but that could be interesting. Um, 
we're gonna get out of here. This is supposed to go 45 minutes. We went an hour and four minutes. <laughs> but uh Steven Lido Five Schmidt Dua. Uh we will be back Sunday night. You can follow us Propels Talk on Instagram or Twitter or follow any one of these guys. I don't think your Twitter handle is Herb Jones Public Defender Lido, but if you want to change it to that, I'm more than more than okay with that. Thanks to our sponsors, Company Burger and DraftKings Sportsbook app. We will see y'all next Sunday.